0: I'm going to be talking about a Berenstain Bears book, the point of which only presents itself in the last about two pages of the book. The rest of the book directly leads to that point like the actions of the book the activities the bears participate in causes them to pause and reflect in any case i guess i'll just start where are we what are we doing what is what is this book that i'm going to be talking about today well that book is the berenstain bears go green from 2013 it's a jan and mike book it's got a great cover uh dynamic cover, actually. I really like the way this looks. You've got uh, brother and sister and honey bear hauling recycling out of the house. You've got mama hoeing an organic garden and papa using wind power to power his tools? I guess he has an entire windmill attached to his drill that he's using to repair... Something I don't know. He's drilling, drilling screws into something. Don't really know what it is he's making. It just seems like he's making holes in a piece of wood. Now that I'm looking at it, it's not very specific. But it doesn't matter because there is a giant banner above the bears' treehouse that says "The Berenstain Bears Go Green." The letters "Go" and "Green" are covered in leaves. There's beautiful flowers. It's a big yellow banner. I'm gonna come right out and say it. Great cover. Great cover that prepares you not at all for what this book is about. Great cover that tricks you into thinking you're about to read a book about the cubs learning to recycle about mama learning to go organic and about papa learning to harness the power of god's own wind but instead what we're gonna get is a weird municipal argument and the residents of Town doing something they probably don't need to be doing however that's Kind of beside the point. Uh, first, let me uh, let me get to the opening narration of the book. Uh, we start on our first page with the poem, and so I'm just going to start with the poem because that's what I do. Uh, normally, I would be doing this at other. I mean, I, this is normally what I would start with, but because this is actually a a Facebook Live event, I had to. I felt I had to pad out the beginning a little bit just in case someone tuned in. Nobody's tuning in because nobody knows this is happening. Uh, so I'm going to start the book right now. Here we go. The Bear St. Bear's Go Green. Going green isn't hard to do. It's good for the earth and me and you too. And we've got this great little image of Papa and brother and sister cleaning up garbage on the sunny dirt road. The sunny dirt road deep in bear country. Tossing the trash into Mama's backpack. And it's just a beautiful picture. Again, completely irrelevant to what the story is about, because this is, we're going to find out. I mean, this kind of happens, but not really. This is not the point of the story. Another cool thing about this book is that It's going to make reference to an event that occurred many, many books back and justify a bit of continuity that no one's ever mentioned since then. So uh, I guess let's get started on The Berenstain Bears Go Green and find out what this book, I mean, let's just find out what it's all about. So (laughs) what is this book all about? It's a weird one. This is a very strange book. So in The Berenstain Bears Go Green, uh, we're introduced to the concept of the bear family as b- pretty much stewards of the earth. Uh, they love bear country. It's a beautiful place. There's rolling hills, wide river valleys, cool, shady woods. Gorgeous. Just it's a gorgeous, gorgeous place to live. And we get some great illustrations of bear country. Uh, this is one of those books that really revels in the pastoral settings of bear country. Uh, it loves showing off the cliffs. It loves showing off the grasses and the bushes and the in the, and the craggy rocks. There's a lot of nice shading going on. There's a lot of beautiful flowers, There's a lot of water effects. This is a real uh, Jan and Mike showing off their love of nature. Jan and Mike showing off their love of uh, of nature. drawing and illustrating the ins and outs of of Bear Country. It's it's beautiful. There's there's just a lot of really nice illustrations in this book. Uh and I mean that's that's really all I have to say. It's 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 a nice looking book. You you know my feelings about this era that sometimes the drawings can get a little wonky. I think we might be past that now. I think we might have stepped into a new era of Barrenstein Bear illustrations where things are just looking really beautiful again. So uh so so it goes without saying Bear Country, beautiful land. This is this is also a book where Bear Country and Bear Town are synonymous with one another. So get get ready for that because there's no real delineation between what is bear country and what is bear town. So uh, it talks about how the bear family lives in 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 peace and harmony with the deer and the ducks, woodchucks and weasels, rabbits, raccoons, possums, porcupines, uh, badgers, bats, butterflies, bugs, and all the other animals. This all the animals, the bear family, everyone lives in harmony. Bear country is an idyllic place to live. Who could ask for anything more? One day, the bear family are walking down the road. They're doing in the cleanup thing that we saw. So they are, they are cleaning up. So we we see them, the Berenstain Bears have already essentially gone partly green, I guess. So let's talk about going green for a second. Going green is at the time, okay, so when I was a kid, 19, let's say 1980s, but really into the 1990s, the concept of going green uh, really caught the public's imagination. Like everyone was suddenly uh, dedicated to Earth Day, dedicated to cleaning up the planet. And that had a lot to do with the fact that we were getting a lot of warnings. Signals that the planet was dying, and it was because of us. And at that time, people heard about this, and they said, "Hey, we should do something about that." And what they did was they 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 did a lot. There was a lot of environmental rallies. There was a lot of uh, of concerts and celebrations. There was a lot of cartoon specials, a lot of stuff encouraging kids to go green, save the planet, recycle, pick up litter, turn off your lights if you're not using them, uh, take short showers, <laughs> bathe in cold water, only drink iced tea. I don't know. But, uh, there's a lot of things you could, I don't think the iced tea was part of it, but there's a lot of things you can do. This You can save the planet. You have it within you. Of course, now we know. I mean, then we knew, but now we really know. that. Of course, the amount of destruction that individual human beings do to the planet is is minimal compared to the amount of destruction being done by large businesses, by factories, by, by uh, I mean, dare I say, capitalism. Uh, and that no matter how many tin cans you pick up off the side of the road, it's actually going to be like reform and change at the highest level that's going to cause the. that's going to save the planet. Uh, it doesn't mean you shouldn't do your part, but our 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 mindset has changed, and also uh, environmentalism, which was always something of a political uh, thing, uh, has really become a political volleyball, or football, a basketball. I don't know what what I don't know. Uh, a ball of some sort, a sport ball, a sport. What am I saying? It's it's very divided. Uh, you can't claim to want to save the planet anymore without somebody yelling at you on Twitter. So. Uh, you're not seeing as many t- kids books focused on that so it's interesting this was less than 10 years ago 2013 it almost feels like a last gasp in the go green movement which is also odd because as i said you're about to find out that the, the 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 green goingness of this book is arrived at in a, in a very twisty twisty path a very weird way that uh, isn't isn't the straightforward green going that you might be expecting so the bears, but the bears are good They, they they clean up they 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 do their best to keep the planet beautiful and one day papa says hey let's go fishing the book takes a okay, So the book takes a few hard turns because it, it's it, it's intent on telling a story but also making a point and the story and the point don't always dovetail so it's like the berenstain bears really love the planet they really they really did their best to keep things clean sometimes though they ran into problems. papa said let's go fishing like it's just like oh okay well i guess we're going fishing now let's take grizzly gramps boat which is interesting i didn't know grizzly gramps had a boat but we do see a boat. And uh, let me just pull this up because everyone names their boats uh that's like sort of a thing you name your boat after i don't know your best your best girl uh a starlet you give it a you give it some sort of name i guess is kind of the tradition uh gramps however is an iconoclast gramps just calls his boat gramps boat it's just gramps boat it's painted on the end of the boat like that's the name of the boat like has anyone seen gramps boat yes it's it's the one over there it's called gramps boat and there it is just clear as i just i like that's very grizzly gramps like that he's He's not in the story. But you get a good sense of who he is. Like, oh, like I can see Grizzly Graham being just like, oh, what are you gonna name your boat, dear? And he's like, Gramps' boat. It's my boat. Painting it on there before he goes off and like pens another screed to the to the Bear Country Gazette editor. Uh, so yeah. So there, so Papa's like, let's take Grizzly, and we see Papa like presenting. Let's go fishing in Grizzly Gramps' boat. And there's like a, a thought bubble coming out of Papa's Papa's head, like he's he's presenting them the dream of sailing on Gramps' boat. It's a uh, this is going to be an, an idyllic afternoon of family fishing but oh ho ho dear readers oh ho ho dear listeners it won't be as idyllic as we think uh because the plot the plot trust me is about to kick in so they they take off down the down down the creek grizzly gramps boat they got the oars they're eating their picnic lunch in the boat sun is shining birds are singing it literally says that the sun is shining the birds are singing until something bad happens sister bear suddenly like gags and grabs her face and she's like oh what is that smell and the family sits up, and they're like, "Oh, what is it?" And you see like stink lines wafting towards the boat. Uh, these aren't these aren't these aren't your mama's stink lines. I'm not, I'm not implying. Okay, I'm not implying that your mama has stink lines. I'm, I'm, these aren't like the stink lines that she would have seen in her children's books. No, no, no. These are disgusting stink lines. These stink lines are the brownest stink lines. Uh, they're yellowy brown. You just you you get a sense that it's a lot of poo smell, maybe a lot of decomposition, uh, a lot of like gross fluids and runoff we don't know what we're smelling but it's bad and it's coming up the creek and uh the bear family is about to run into it so uh where were we so the bear family of course keeps going they're on the you can't you can't stop now you're on the creek uh and where do they get to what what is causing this horrific stink uh well it's the bear country dump that's right let's not forget that we've seen this before uh bear country has a municipal dump that uh the bears just kind of i mean that's i was gonna say they just kind of dump all their trash in it and that's what a dump is you take for those of you who aren't familiar with the idea of a dump uh, a dump is a designated area in a community where people take their garbage and dump it they just dump it there I rem- we covered a book I don't remember which book it was it wasn't mama for mayor I don't remember what because that was about potholes it was a book we covered in which there was an argument over over sanitation which one was it listeners remind me which book was it that dealt with the sanitation issue in bear country because I remember discussing whether or not bear country had a dedicated sanitation department sanitation program which one it seems like it wasn't that long ago was alana on that episode alana dear if you're listening were you on that episode and if not i apologize for confusing you with someone else but i know i covered a bear the the topic has been covered we've covered whether or not bear country bear town has its own sanit- well this is presenting us with a, a clear answer no they don't bears take their trash to the dump we have an illustration. Of a truck, Actually, I guess I should look at this. We have an illustration of a truck coming into the dump uh, at that moment, and just and there's like just the 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 pee the, the line, like the, the 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 wafting scent of urine and fecal matter, just like waving in the air. The the stench of rot and decay, the reminder of our own incorporeality, the 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 slow tread towards death that the stench of the town dump uh, brings to mind. Uh, is 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 vaporized through the air and filling the nostrils of the bear family. Uh, there's old mattresses and bags of trash. We see cardboard boxes and cathode tube TVs. It's, it's a dump and it's a mess. And the plants around it are all dying. It's terrible. And how could this exist? How could this be allowed to exist in our very own bear town? Where's the justice? I don't see any justice. Seems like a pretty miserable thing. Why isn't anyone doing anything about it? Well, brother's like, this is terrible. Yeah, there's washing machines. And the worst of all is there's leaky oil drums. Someone just dumped, someone has just dumped drums full of oil right next to the creek. And it mentions that the oil is spilling out into the creek and it says that it's gooey, smelly, black oil. And I love the inclusion of the word gooey because an adult reading this book is like, oh my goodness, oil spilling into like the bear's life giving creek. That's terrible. But a child reading this might not understand the severity of oil just draining into their like local water supply smelly yes but it's the gooey and i don't even know if i would describe oil as gooey it seems like it's it's a it seems a strange descriptor for for oil like polluting oil uh but that's neither here nor there uh gooey is a good word though for children children understand gooey children know what gooey means children know that gooey is bad and that gooey is not something you want in your water so uh yeah so we see we see uh we see this trash truck dumping everything into into the creek and then we see, you can see the barrels right here. You see the barrels just leaking their oil, disgusting oil next to a, a decrepit car with, with exploded tires uh, that are this, that are crumbling into dust uh, all around the bears. This is the most disgusting. Why did you, it says, they placed the oil drums right by the creek. And like, why did you build the dump right next to the creek? Making me wonder, is this the municipal dump? Or is this just something, a bunch Bunch of people got together and kind of came up with uh i don't know i don't know the legality of the bear country dumb uh uh so where are we next uh, what happens next in the book oh um they decide to complain about it they decide to complain about it uh this has got to be cleaned up and this is where we get a little flashback to previous continuity mama mama says she hates to see her beloved bear country treated this way mama had even been the mayor of bear country for a time so that's it okay and that's it it's like mama mama loves bear country a lot she'd even been the mayor in any case she knew it doesn't come into play she's not like you know what i used to be the mayor i know how this works no she's just like i use presumably mama was mayor. While this dump exists, I don't know why this is, the oil drums are no closer to the creek than anything else in the dump. It's- <laughs> the oil drums are like may- maybe five inches closer to the creek than the than the filthy pea-stained mattress that's also hanging out right there. Uh, So Mama says, we need to go to the town meeting and complain. And Brother's like, yeah. And Sister's like, go, Mama. And Honey says, go, go, go. Uh, Giving Honey more to do in this book than we have ever seen her do in the past uh so points to honey oh and we do get an image of of mama as mayor we get a we get a reminder that mama was mayor there she is she's standing at her uh at her podium or what do you call it her lectern it says honorable mayor we don't learn anything else about mama's like tenure as mayor we know that she was mayor mama for mayor was a book mama ran for mayor there it is uh uh, she's mama was the mayor it was a rewrite of the big election right that was that was how mama for mayor works mama was the mayor i don't know i don't know i don't know Uh, there it is. So it's proof. It's proof that it happened. Not just a first time reader continuity. It's, it's right there, right in front of us for, for God and everyone to see. So in any case, uh, mama was the mayor. So they go to the town hall meeting and this is, this is a really interesting part. Now I did my due diligence and I actually went online. I looked up reviews for this book because I was confused as to like, I was, well, not really confused, but I was curious as to how did people respond to this book? How did people react when this book came out? Because this, again, it's environmentalism, kind of a hot button issue, but also doesn't have anything to do with environmentalism, really. Uh, Some people were not happy with this book. They were like, I I don't understand what this book is supposed to be about. It's about an adult issue that kids won't even care about. But one person said something very interesting. And what they said in their review was that they go to the town meeting and Mama's like, I'm going to go and complain. Mayor Honeypot's up there and he's like, any more news? Mama stands up to speak. But then another bear stands up right before her and says, Mr. Mayor, I'm Mr. Greenwood, and I've come to complain about the disgraceful state of the bear country dump. Mama sat down to listen. And that's it. That is that is Mama's participation in the uh, in the in the in the town meeting. Uh Mr. Greenwood stands up and he's like, the oil is leaking from the dump into the creek. What are you going to do about it, Mr. Mayor? And Mayor Honeypa's like, I I I didn't know about that. We'll have a, 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 a we'll, we'll clean up the dump right away. I don't know why they did that. I don't know why Jan and Mike decided the best course of action in this plot was to have Mama's attempt to take action at the town hall meeting preempted by some strange bear we've never met before. I don't know who Mr. Greenwood is. He's wearing green. He's wearing a badge that says, go green. But it's weird to undercut mama like that. Especially because it's some guy. It's just some guy. Like that is traditional, like baseline... weird hostility for a guy to, I mean, Mama isn't talking. He doesn't cut her off, but he does cut her off narratively. Like, as far as the other bears are concerned, and as far as Mama is concerned, probably, she hasn't been cut off at this meeting. She she rises to talk, but another bear rises up before her and says what she's going to say. But we as readers know that her plot has been cut off. She's been preemptively cut off by another bear. It's a really weird moment because it doesn't serve any purpose. Mama's like, oh boy, he said that better than I could. No, uh, Mayor Honeypot's just like, we need to clean up the dump. And then here's where things get even more wild. Oh, we have to clean up the dump. Can I have some volunteers? And everyone's hands shoot up to volunteer to clean up the dump, which makes me feel weird because I mean, in the past we've, we've seen the bear country Bear Town probably isn't the most well-run place in the world. We know from the chapter books that it's a highly corrupt society, that Mayor Honeypot is on the take, that he is influenced by police chief Bruno, that he is influenced by Raffish Ralph Ripoff. We know that things are a little sour under the surface politically. We know he's been bought off before. Uh, We know that he's easily swayed by his own wife who was on the city council, which should be a conflict of interest, but that no one ever brings up. There's a lot going on with Bear Country politics. Now we have the mayor going, ugh, the municipal dump, and apparently it is because the mayor's in charge of it. Oh my goodness, the municipal dump! It's polluting our water. Can I have a volunteer to help? I understand the importance of volunteering, and I get that the book is trying to say it's up to us to protect our communities. But it's not up to the citizens to go out for free and just clean up this stuff. This is the town's response. Like this is the city's responsibility. This is. This is, the, this is the responsibility of, of the Bears' taxes. This is what they pay their taxes for. The city should hire a company to go into the dump and clean things up. They should not be sending citizens into a dangerous dump that, may I remind you, has been polluted with barrels of oil. Excuse me, I just spit. I'm so incensed by Mayor Honeypot. Polluted by barrels of oil. Uh, into this toxic, filthy, rusty, disgusting, smelly dump. A dump that you could smell from up the creek In Gramps' fishing boat, so disgusting that, and then he's like, "I I guess I'll just send my, I guess I'll just send the citizens out. You, you you go clean it up for us." I'm like, "No, pay someone. Do a quick, ask for bids from contractors, and have someone go out and clean up your dump." Mayor Honeypot, I don't know. Maybe they address this in the next and on the next page. Maybe, maybe the bears are like, "Wait a minute, we shouldn't be." I doubt it though. Yeah, Uh, it looks like the junk bears are all excited, and Grizzly Gus is all excited. So. Everyone's excited to clean up the trash and junk. Their trash and junk, may I remind you. This wasn't stuff that was just dumped by anyone. This is their stuff. Everyone pitched in to clean up the trash and junk. We see Grizzly Gus is trucking. We see the Junk Brothers, who are presumably an organization who haul junk away. It says much of it would be mixed with earth so the trees could grow on it. They hauled away the oil drums and put them in a safer spot far from the creek. So what we have here is a municipal dump that has now has... A truck loading up oil and a truck and a truck loading up all the trash. The only place in town to haul the junk was the dump. I don't. It says they're gonna. We're gonna just mix the dirt. We're gonna. We're gonna take all the garbage. We're gonna mix it with soil, and then the trees will grow from it. That's not how garbage works. I can't just. I can't just bury my TV in the yard and be like, I guess trees will grow from it now. I can't take an old sofa and be like, and just toss it outside and be like, it's a planter. I mean, there's plenty of people in the neighborhood who follow that philosophy but it doesn't always work out you can't just there's a reason that all dumps aren't beautiful gardens uh it's because trash doesn't just naturally blend in with the there's a whole thing called like compost there's biodegrade and non-biodegrade there's a you can't just It doesn't work that way. You can't just stir your trash into the soil and be like, fertilized. What is fertilizer if not God's garbage? It's not, that's not how it works. So that's what they're going to do. And then they're going to take the oil and take it further away. That's, that's your plan. We're going to take the trash and stir it into the earth from whence it came. And we're going to take the barrels of oil and send them that away. Just send them over there the end uh but it's not the end oh by the way nobody's gone green yet i hope you've noticed there's been no real going green there's simply been cleaning up the town dump so they all show up, they, they clean up the town dump, they haul all the trash away, uh, everyone pitches in. You see everyone pitching in, I guess they've put stuff in giant trash bags and have simply just thrown all the trash bags into a pot. I'm sorry, I have to. I have to illustrate this again. They throw, their idea of cleaning up the dump is we'll take all the trash, children included, no gloves, you'll throw it all into these giant plastic garbage bags and then we're going to pile them all up into some sort of pyramid, we're going to build Build a structure of garbage. But now the garbage is all segregated and closed away from the elements in non biodegradable garbage bags. Like it's in these giant plastic sacks that will now sit and those will gradually. Are you gonna bury this? Are you making a mound? Is this gonna be a barrow? Are, are like archaeologists going to come by in 3,000 years and be like, was someone buried here? Where did this hill come from? It doesn't look natural. It looks bare made. It doesn't make any sense. They said they're gonna stir it into the earth and grow trees, but then there's clearly a picture of everyone building a monument to garbage. This is like where the grouches go to worship. It's just a pile of trash, bags, it's a pile of trash bags. It's like that Shel Silverstein poem about Sarah, Cynthia, Sylvia, Stout writ large. It's like if the entire neighborhood got together and decided not to throw the garbage out and just pile it there for future generations. In any case, they haven't gone green yet and we're almost at the end of the book. So, the Bear family drives home in their red roadster. And, and they're all celebrated happy. And sister's thinking, she's, you know, it's a good it's good to clean up the dump. You're not wrong, sister. I, I don't know if that's what you did. But there's a lot more we can do to make bear country clean and green. We can do things right at home. We've been learning about it in school. And so sister's like, and so the papa's like, what do you mean? She's like, well, we can recycle and compost. And brother's like, we can stop wasting water and energy at home. And mom was like, well, we can carpool with other families so we don't waste gas when we go shopping or going to school. Papa's like, yeah, and I can build a windmill that can power all my electric power tools and it'll be totally free energy and honey's like woo, and papa builds a windmill and that's the end of the book it's literally the end of the book we get a page where sister is like we can recycle and compost and brother's like yeah we can stop wasting energy and mom was like i guess we can carpool and then we get like thought bubbles of them doing it like not proof that they actually did it just like some thought bubbles like i guess it's a good idea those are some good ideas. And then the last page is just Papa being like, all oh, right I built this windmill. He rigs up a windmill. He rigs up a windmill to power his saw it's it's the best kind of energy and he's not wrong he's like wind power is the best kind of energy there is it's clean it's there any windy day you want it and best of all it's absolutely totally free which isn't true nothing is free papa you still have to build the windmill you still need the infrastructure giant wind farms aren't free they cost money harnessing the power of the wind needs machinery as you as you've proved it's a windmill runs down to it's just an old wind and it powers one thing it powers his bandsaw. probably not well it's absolutely free Whee, said honey holding up a pinwheel to catch the wind and i guess that's it like i guess that's the book i guess that's the book that's how that's how it ends the berenstain bears go green did they did they honestly go green like is this a book an example of someone going i guess eventually they do i mean i guess at the end of the day they've gone green they've gone completely green uh it happens off screen doesn't doesn't really happen on the page but uh you can't blame them you know they did their best uh but that's not actually the end of the book i was lying there is a little bit more to the book because there is a page of tips for going green at home yeah you can separate your glass metal and plastic and paper for recycling you can grow a vegetable garden in your backyard again this is that berenstain bears like here's some tips and then there's like a giant leap like you can do this simple thing or this incredibly difficult thing make a compost heap great i mean i guess if you have the ability you can't just make a compost heap that requires I mean, you have to tend the compost heap. You can't just dump a bunch of garbage in your yard. It doesn't make compost. It's a, there's a process to it. You have to stir it. Make sure gases don't build. like it will like explode or something. Uh, grow more bushes and plants in your yard. Less grass. I mean, that's great. As people in Minnesota do that a lot. Uh, reclaim the prairie grass. Carpool with other families. Save gas. Great. Take public transit or walk or bike. Great. These are all good ideas. Lower the temperature in your house in the winter and raise it in the summer. Wonderful idea. Change your light bulbs to CFLs, compact fluorescents. Awesome. Save water by using only full loads of laundry take shorter showers don't leave the water running recycle your computers your paints your chemicals don't just toss them away take all these great tips that aren't in the book like they aren't part of the book <laughs> this isn't so this isn't like bear honeypot all there's an energy crisis or like bears bears everything's going to heck we gotta clean up this town. Or like, there's a contest to see which town and bear country can go green. Let's all chip in to go green. And the Cubs being like, ah, we can't go green. We're just kids. I go, actually, there are things you can do to go green. There's things you can do. I know that seems more like a typical go green book, but we haven't actually really had that in the bear and Stain Bears books. We've got a lot of books about them appreciating the earth and loving the earth and taking care of the earth. A lot of the religious books are about being stewards of the earth. And uh, a lot of the regular books are just about being good citizens and taking care of of your community. And that's great. And that's mostly what they're talking about here. The examples in this book, though, aren't integrated into the narrative of the book until the very end when they're just sort of tossed off ideas. Like they're just sort of like half-formed thoughts and examples that we're kind of expected to know what they mean. It's kind of that whole thing of just like, it feels like they're saying, you know what a go great. You know what we're getting. You know the point we're getting to. Here's a story about a municipal argument. Here's a story about some town hall meetings. Uh, they got to clean up the dump. The, the beginning of the book, the middle of the book, and the end of the book you can't see them doing this beginning of the book the middle of the book and the end of the book are seem very disconnected the the middle is all about them cleaning up the dump the ends are barely about them going green the beginnings about how much they love the, the, the neighborhood and they're already taking care of stuff like it seems like they're already aware of this stuff and then the dump happens and then they're like we should recycle like that makes sense but Also, it just sort of seems to be something they're doing. Like if the Cubs were like, we don't need this dump to be, the dump doesn't need to get out of hand like this. Like if we had a good recycling program in Beartown, if we had a good uh, composting program in Beartown, if we had a place, if the dump was located further away, or if we set up a municipal sanitation program in Beartown, Things would be different, and maybe the dump is where the municipal sanitation, like the the, the garbage people take. I don't know. Is that where they take? I don't think so. I didn't see garbage trucks there. I just saw dump trucks and like just people's trucks. Who knows? Uh, But if it was about the cubs being like, well, let's let's actually change society. Let's change the rules. Let's change availability. Then that's. Action. That's action. That's active. Like that's something people can do. You can actually do that. Uh, and the Cubs can be like, we don't know how to do that. A mama can be like, I used to be mayor. I know how this works. If you want to make a proposal at one of the town hall meetings, I'll help you set it up. And the Cubs can be like, we want to set up a, a a citywide recycling program and composting program. And the mayor can be like, oh, we don't have the money for that. And they can be like, well, we'll help you. Like we can help find the money. And then they do that. I don't know. Like it doesn't have to be about them cleaning up the dump. I understand that their books had to get shorter, so there wasn't as much room for stuff like that but it could have started with the fishing trip it didn't need to like sell us on the fact that the bears are good people we know they're good people uh we don't need to know that they live in harmony with all the animals the animals don't even come back this isn't about the animals this is about their neighborhood I don't know. It's a weird book, but it's a beautiful-looking book. It's very colorful. I like the illustration. Uh, the cover is dynamic. Uh, it's yeah, it's 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 a it's a nice-looking book. People were mixed on it in the reviews. They thought you know some people were like my one person was like I don't like this book at all, but my kids really seem to love it, so I keep reading it to them. I don't know. I think kids will like the stinky garbage. It's inter- It's visually interesting. There's a lot of stuff to see besides just bears and like it's not as domestic-focused. So when you see the countryside, when you see the dump, that's just fun like kids like seeing trash they like seeing garbage and there is a little bit of like peril there like something spilling into the creek so if you're if you're sharing it with a child I think it will hold their interest because there's actually like something happening in Beartown and they've got to fix it and then and the, and the cubs get their hands dirty so I don't know maybe it's a good as we say in the biz a good starting point a good beginning of a conversation to have with your children about throwing away trash or running a dump or something I don't know I don't know. I don't. Uh, but uh, but that's the Berenstain Bears Go Green from 2013. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much. If you watch the stream, thank you so much for watching the stream. If you stuck around, uh, uh, I, I really appreciate it. Uh, let's say uh, David uh, is on the stream and he said that a band name that should exist is Not Your Mama's Stink Lines, which I highly agree with. Uh, so if you're out there and you're forming a band, Not Your Mama's Stink Lines, it came from my heart. I'm giving it uh, to you, uh, Daniel says that his five and three-year-old definitely love the stinky trash, and I know that Daniel is a Berenstain Bear reader, so take that as take that as as gospel. So your kids will like the stinky trash if they love the stinky trash. Uh, otherwise, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Uh, thank you so much for being in Bear Town, Bear Country, I guess. And I will see you all next time, deep in Bear Country.